0: This is the show where nerds do what nerds do best, argue. I'm Adam Peacock, and this week I will be representing Paddington the bear.
1: And I'm Caitlin Hempstead, and this week I will be representing the
0: cocaine bear. Caitlin, two very distinct species of bear.
1: Two iconic ursines. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I, both...
1: Am I saying that right? I
0: think so. I didn't even know what that was. Is that Greek?
1: Latin? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not that smart.
0: (laughs) After a while, they all just kind of bleed together.
1: Greek, Latin, I barely know her.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's jump into our opening arguments. Caitlin, I'm going to put two minutes on the clock. Why don't you jump in and tell us why Cocaine Bear is the better of the two bears?
1: Absolutely would be delighted. Sure, Paddington Bear is like a much beloved children's book series, and I get that. And I don't want to take that away from our, our little train riding friend. But here's a little bedtime story for you. In 1985, Andrew C. Thornton III fell out of a plane and died. With him were night vision goggles, expensive Italian shoes, and 75 pounds of cocaine. Yes, I said pounds. Pretty nearly my body weight in cocaine. Uh, And then later, rangers did actually find a black bear that had apparently overdosed on cocaine and died. And from this kernel of truth, Elizabeth Banks (laughs) spins a web of whimsy so wonderful that none of us could have predicted that it would have been the runaway hit of last year. Cocaine Bear is a movie that is perfect. Um, Because it imagines, what if that bear didn't just overdose and die right away? What if it rampaged through the Chattahoochee woods, murdering European hikers, drug dealers, and esteemed character actress Margot Martindale? This movie rules! And... Honestly, Adam, the bear is a role model. Yeah, okay, she has two kids, but she doesn't let that get in the way of partying. She is just as fun as she was when she was young. And at one point, she has her vagina on Alden Ehrenreich's face, which, (laughs) good for you, girl. Who's not looking for that to happen for them? Yes, the bear does kill people, but also it loves butterflies. It loves its kids. And it lets human children and Carrie Russell live. In summary, she is a role model. She's having a hot girl summer. She's everything that you want to be. She's, if I may borrow a phrase, mother. She's the cocaine bear.
0: That, uh, the, the bear vagina on the face thing just made me think. Allie and I were watching the episode of The Simpsons where Marge is using steroids. (laughs) And so she gets in bed with Homer, and she's talking about like having sex, and he says something like, "Oh, I don't think I'm in the mood." And the last thing she says is, "I wasn't asking," and that's how the scene ends. That's bad for the yeah, Simpsons it's to bad, do. That's bad, but like between that and these cocaine bear ladies, go out there and get you some. Look,
1: the the the, the vagina on the face of the bear—it's not sexual, but um, it's more. It than was for me. We don't have to. <laughs>
0: Wait, it was for you? Is that what you
1: said? Boy, have you seen Cocaine Bear recently?
0: I Maybe I haven't watched it soon enough. I was not nearly <laughs> aroused to the proper level.
1: Han Solo is like a dirtbag dad is uh, scratching an itch that I did not know was bothering me.
0: Oh my God. You got to meet some of the guys from my hometown. <laughs>
1: I'm down. Adam, please, I'm going to turn it back around to you. I'm going to give you two minutes on the clock. Won't you please teach us a little something about our furry friend Paddington Bear?
0: Look, I won't judge Cocaine Bear for being addicted to cocaine. We all have our own vices and we all express anxiety and, you know, relief and just getting rid of tension in different ways. So whether it's cocaine or from the darkest darkest peru and just full of marmalade here comes paddington bear the year is 2014 we still don't know about peru or peruvian people we haven't set foot there according to this movie we've never been to peru it's darkest peru and there are talking bears that live in the jungle We're leaving money on the table. At least the Peruvian people are like, you got to start monetizing that tourism industry right there. But what I digress. Paddington Bear is a bear who's looking for something that we're all looking for. He's looking for a home. He's looking for family. He's looking for a place to belong. And so after a terrible, terrible earthquake, kills his uncle, he abandons his great aunt in the woods to head to London, where he's going to find a home and get himself a family. But it's not completely abandoned because his aunt does go to the home for retired bears, so that is pretty good. But they do kind of hint it around that maybe she does die at some point, but alas, she's totally fine. And so once he finds his home, he discovers that not only is the world not what he was expecting, what he thought it was going to be, he's not really expecting to fit in the way that he does a lot of mishaps befall paddington and the family taking care of him the browns but at the end of the day love prevails taking care of your fellow person nay your fellow animal is the true moral of this story paddington bear is someone we should all have in our lives because he makes us all better and that's my time
1: wow that is beautiful
0: paddington was really cute
1: it's really cute and i think like you know People might read the title of this podcast and be like, "Ugh, what do these two bears even have in common?" But I would argue they both totally bring families together.
0: Absolutely, yes. This one, a single mother and uh, and an orphan like Bruce Wayne.
1: I mean, bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, Cocaine Bear is Carrie Russell, a single single mother and her creative little daughter. And, you know, at the beginning of the movie, they're kind of fighting about like, oh, the mom wants to introduce her to a new guy. And the girl's like, I'm not ready. And at the end of the movie, the mom's like, wow, that bear taught me that, like, you're a really capable, smart kid and you'll tell me your, your boundaries. And like, it never would have happened if the bear hadn't eaten like 25 pounds of cocaine.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't want to argue that cocaine's the real hero of the movie, but it, it definitely helped.
1: Yeah, and the two little friends, uh, I really did not expect this to a movie where two tiny children do cocaine and are rewarded for it.
0: Yeah, and everything turned out okay. (laughs) Yeah, for them, they're better than ever. See, that's tough, because remember the This Is Your Brain on Drug stuff? I feel like that was mostly about pot, and (laughs) that's not what pot does at all.
1: Yeah, like pot, if anything, just makes you so much more boring. Uh, Yes. Those ads should have just been like... I don't know. My college roommate's boyfriend sitting on the bed asking me the same question about where I grew up four times in a row. Like that's what weed does to you? Oh
0: yes. Or you can go on a different. Like you, get, you could go on the other end of the spectrum. Like you start talking about existential stuff and how it connects to, Ugh. you know, the, uh, Usagi Ojimbo.
1: Sure. I yeah. don't know what that is. Sorry. It's a
0: cart. It's a comic book. Samurai. Okay. Samurai rabbit.
1: Well, I'm gonna look it up and I'm gonna like it.
0: <laughs> Let me ask you. So I wrote down a question here between our two bears. Whose antics do you think you could put up with the longest?
1: Oh, whose antics? Okay, my memory of the Paddington books is dim, and embarrassingly, I haven't seen the movies.
0: Well, I did. I watched it this afternoon. So, some of Paddington's antics are: he completely floods and destroys the Browns, the Mister, the fam, the Brown family's bathroom. Mm. He blows up their kitchen, essentially, mm. and he uh, he he does something else, and I can't remember what it is, but. Yeah. So like the things like that, like, you know, insurance type damage. Totally.
1: I mean, yeah. And then, of course, the cocaine bear does murder six people. So it might seem like I'm going to say, you know, I'd rather have my house blown up than like watch someone get murdered in front of me. But actually, that's not the case because the people that the cocaine bear kills kind of suck. Like the, the tourists were like sort of annoying and... Um, and, uh, obviously Nick Nolte drug dealer, bad. It's bad to deal drugs. Mm-hmm. And, um, he doesn't actually kill that nice cop. Uh, sorry, she, uh, so yeah, I think I would rather have the cocaine bear around.
0: Yeah, I can see how you'd lean that way. Cause honestly, buddy, I would say out of every 25 people I see in a day, I would say 17% if a bear just showed up and mulled him to death, I would have no problem with.
1: Yeah. That sounds right. That sounds like the right ratio. Yeah, it wouldn't be like, I wouldn't bring a bear in. No, 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 no. I
0: I certainly wouldn't try to provoke it, but if it happened, I would, I'd probably just watch.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like the right ratio. Like a little bit under a fifth of my office.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense.
1: Let a bear rip their head off. That's a really interesting question. So do you do you agree that Cocaine Bear, you could put up with the antics longer?
0: Uh, no, because I feel like eventually if it keeps going, Cocaine Bear is going to start, I don't know, what, like asking you for money and, hey, let me stay at your house for a little bit. You know, I'm just going to get back on my feet and then who knows what kind of relationship you're going to develop with Cocaine. I think for a guy who really struggles with a lot of anxiety and a lot of fear in the world, such as myself, I think somebody like Paddington can bring a little levity to my life.
1: Okay, so having your kitchen exploded is like levity for you.
0: I think so. Just that it's it's just stuff, you know, and Mm -hmm. what's really important are the people in your life who you get to enjoy that stuff with.
1: Yeah, but I think cocaine bear teaches us that the people in your life who you actually like are really important. Yeah. You know, like yeah. who, who would you, like Adam, who would you fight a bear for?
0: Certainly my wife. Okay. My mom. Yeah. I mean, I got a couple buddies, you know, but I don't want to, I don't want to make that like the wedding problem where you pick and choose and then if you get left right. off, you got to have a conversation, so.
1: You know one name I'm not hearing.
0: Oh, and you buddy, I definitely would do it for oh. you. <laughs> Come
1: on. Sorry, I wasn't we thinking We do I a was, podcast to get I'm, so, I'm
0: looking at you, so it's difficult. <laughs>
1: sure. Um uh who who do you think is a better role model?
0: Oh man, that's tough because I saw my mom do some cool shit when I was a kid, like to defend me. Oh yeah. So it's it's tough to say because I want to say cocaine bear because it's yeah. <laughs> she takes right? care of her kids. It's really
1: she really does. Yeah, she takes care of awesome. business.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like she's going to have the conversation with those little cubs of don't do cocaine. You know, what happened to me was an accident.
1: Right. Eventually. I think that, yeah, like after the fact, she'll be like, look, killing people is fun and we should keep doing it as implied by the credit scene. Yeah. But cocaine's bad.
0: Cocaine is bad. And Paddington, I don't know. There's a lesson we learned there, too, though. Like sometimes if you just kind of fall ass backwards into a situation, things will just turn out okay. (laughs)
1: I feel like my frustration with Paddington is sort of this attitude of like I can make a mess and other people will clean it up and there's honestly like a gendered element here.
0: Okay, all right. Let's, you know what I mean. Let's explore this. What, 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 what are you, what are you thinking?
1: Well, I just feel like you know, Adam, candidly, you know, coming out of a situation ship, and I think that unfortunately our culture often teaches boys that women will do indefinite emotional labor for them, and sometimes physical labor. And I think Paddington sometimes is like, well, I'm just going to create a mess and assume that people will be there to clean it up for me. And, like, what kind of lesson are we teaching little boys?
0: That's not a good one because you are, you do have me nailed to the wall because he destroys a bathroom and Mrs. Bird, their housekeeper, fixes it with a blowtorch. So.
1: <laughs> and, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, in America, so many men are just followed by a woman with a blowtorch. Do you know what I mean?
0: Sure. But I think my only defense in this is that this movie's set in London. So I think the whole argument falls apart.
1: Okay. Okay. Interesting point. Okay. Paddington not having an accent is erasure.
0: Okay. How so? Why Why do he talk like that? <laughs> why do we talk like that?
1: Yeah. If he's Honestly, from Peru.
0: Yeah. The whole time, like, look, it's getting dicey here because the whole timeline of this is really messed up because they mm-hmm. say in the movie that 40 years ago, this explorer showed up to, to darkest Peru, but he was Ooh. like an old timey explorer and so it's a black and white film and it's like they're talking bears and it's like but it's 40 years and so you think you're talking about world war 2 which i i think they do jim broadbent does bring it up i don't know why i'm going down this i, I guess the <laughs> the time of this movie really threw me for a loop
1: <laughs> okay yeah cocaine bears timeline is very clear i would i would argue
0: can't miss it
1: I think an interesting thing about these two movies watched as a double feature is, like, they both exist in this sort of magical, twinkly universe. Like, Cocaine Bear is, like, oh, it's just a world where, like, a single mom can ride her bike into the woods. Right. (laughs) Yeah. What is that? Or, like, park rangers are so well-funded that... Margot Martindale has uh, a weapon and all of the ammo she could ever need. Well, both of these movies
0: require you to suspend a tremendous amount of disbelief. Yeah. Because there's just talking bears in this movie and everybody's okay with it.
1: Yeah, they all just sort of accept it. And teddy bear, right?
0: Yeah, he's a cute little teddy bear.
1: Yeah, okay. But there's every
0: inkling or every indication that he's going to grow up to be a full size bear at some point.
1: Oh, that is interesting.
0: Because both his aunt and uncle are full size bears.
1: How is puberty going to hit Paddington?
0: It's, it, it won't be good for the Brown family. I think that's for certain.
1: Because this is a thing people do. They adopt a little cute little baby animal, little baby chimp, and then it becomes an unmanageable adult.
0: Oh, Nicole Kidman's in this movie, too, and she wants to taxidermy Paddington. So she wants to kill him and stuff him and put him in a museum.
1: Okay. Oh, let's do Battle of the Villains. Which one has a better villain?
0: I mean... I got to go Paddington because she's going to she had like a cleaver that she was going to kill him with. I don't know what a taxidermist does with a cleaver or how you kill (laughs) it. But, you know, like that's pretty brutal. That's kind of insane.
1: That that feels like a plot hole, because if you're a taxidermist, you want the skin intact
0: as much as possible. Well, she and also she has animals that are stuffed and the front of it is in the, you know, regular like a normal mounted head and in the back the whole body so this woman's like norman bates times 12.
1: wow okay that's a pretty good villain you might have the edge on this one because like uh the drug dealer dad in this movie is very bad in cocaine bear um and he like abandons his grandson and like i said like buys a lot of cocaine but he does like sort of care about his son yeah You know, he kind of, like, misses him and wants him to come back to the family business, so he he might be, like, a little bit more human.
0: Yeah, Nicole Kidman doesn't seem to have any ounce of humanity.
1: Yeah, she's got the Cruella de Vil energy.
0: She totally does. She just wants these animals dead. Yeah. Under the guise of it's for history, it's for educational purposes.
1: Ooh, well, then, I don't know, because that kind of does seem like a higher calling.
0: To teach kids about animals? Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. I like, you know... There's some nice museums. Yeah. Would you save an animal t- in from being taxidermied into a history museum?
1: Um, here's my line. Okay. If it's so common that it has no research value, no, I w- I wouldn't I would if it's yeah, if it's so common it has no research value, I'm saving it from Nicole Kidman. Sure. If it's so rare that look, this species is going to go extinct anyway, so we might as well have one specimen to examine. Uh, I'm letting Nicole Kidman kill it. But if there's any chance that we could bring it back from the endangered list, I'm I'm fighting Nicole Kidman.
0: What about you? I mean, I think if I had the chance to save Paddington, I would do it. He is a talking bear and he is cute. I just, because you know, this is what makes Nicole Kidman even scarier to me is because she doesn't want to study it. She doesn't want to suck its brains out to see what we can do with it. She just wants it for her purposes and that's it. That's terrifying. Mm. She's got a, a a multi-billion dollar golden ticket on her table here and she's just willing to forgo all that for the one purpose that she has. That's insane.
1: Okay. I think you've clinched it on the villain. Which bear would you rather have at your wedding?
0: Oh, man. I feel like they're both going to ruin it, but for different reasons. <laughs> hmm I think, yeah, Paddington might bring everybody down just a little bit, and then cocaine bear might be fun at first, but then it's crashing through the, the tents and tents, multiple tents, because we've rented out like a nice What's golf course. your wedding? It's nice. We, well, yeah, my father-in-law got a sweet deal at a golf course.
1: Okay, I'm hearing it's got like a Renaissance Fair vibe. Is no, 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 okay, no. It's just, okay. yeah,
0: it's on a golf course. Okay, okay. What about you?
1: I would rather have cocaine bear. Hear me out. If I plan this wedding right, it is a real wet, red wedding situation where the family members Whoa. who have wronged me, harmed me. I'm telling my parents, look, we're eloping, blah, 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 But then my mean aunt, I'm inviting her and I know she's bringing cocaine. And you know what that means.
0: Wow. I didn't realize we could use this wedding for any purpose.
1: Yeah. I might be stretching the bounds of what's considered a wedding.
0: I don't know. It's called the Red Wedding.
1: Sounds like you're having some kind of white wedding out there on a golf course. Yeah, just <laughs> boring.
0: <laughs> you can always do it again. I guess, yeah. Do it like renewing the vows and then invite Cocaine Bear to that one.
1: That's what I'm saying. And then the two of you are up a tree.
0: Before you know it, who makes a better stuffed animal?
1: Wow. I hate to be a Kidman, but I think it's Paddington.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. He's just so cute and adorable and like so small
1: yeah cocaine bear is the kind of stuffed animal that you like stop at a gas station like really deep in the countryside yeah and you see like a huge stuffer and you're like oh yeah am i gonna get gay bashed
0: right <laughs> <laughs> all the audiobooks are written by christian authors evangelical <laughs> yeah, christian yeah. authors Yeah. You're-
1: Oh no! They've got a cigar store Native American statue out front.
0: Uh-oh. And one John Grisham. They got a John Grisham in there. So and they're there's not, a John. It's look, not completely always... lost, you know.
1: Hey, they they accept all kinds. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. You you went in on the stuffed animal.
0: Well, I don't know. I feel like for so stuffed animal, we're gonna go Paddington. I think wedding guests. It's it's cocaine bear. Mm-hmm. In terms of the forward progress on feminism, cocaine bear um thank you you're an ally i am i am an ally and antics i think i i would go paddington okay so we're kind of in a dead we're sort of dead even right now i think
1: yeah yeah it's kind of a dead heat these are two pretty superlative bears
0: i know they're tough not to like
1: yeah (laughs) <laughs> two two sweet little bears you can't wait to meet in the woods no, one in a funny so little cute. vest and one just trying to rip your fucking entrails out
0: and look in the movie mr brown does say that paddington has a troublesome marmalade problem so they're both struggling they're both going both through
1: addicts it. yeah That's they're what both addicts. saying yeah and honestly like they're both probably going to steal your vcr in the middle of the night so which one do you really want living in your house
0: yeah, I mean, well, I, I thought, well, God, that's my VCR. Pat- cocaine bear might steal it. Paddington's probably going to, like, get a pineapple stuck in it and then to freeze it and blow up the gas line.
1: Insurance isn't going to cover that.
0: No, eventually they're going to get wise.
1: <laughs> you have a lot of pineapple related mishaps.
0: And we haven't seen this bear. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, When we come back, we're going to throw some games at one another to continue the debate on who is the greater of the Bears, cocaine or Paddington. We will be right back. Welcome back to round two of versus where we are going to throw games at one another to continue our debate. Caitlin, I have something for you. Um, I'm going to throw 60 seconds on the clock, and I'm going to give you the a, a super sappy, really hit me in the feels, because I'm looking for the gut punch moment mm. or connection to this cocaine bear.
1: Okay, here we go. It is not easy to find a female role model in this world. Adam... I'm a woman, and I'd like to have children, but at the same time, I'm really dedicated to my career, and I don't want to say goodbye to my essential humanity, the part of me that loves joy and revelry and fun and cocaine bear is the center of that Venn diagram, you know? I I feel like so many women I know, when you become a mother, you have to say goodbye to the part of yourself that loved to party. And she never does. She is... A responsible mother, you know, she feeds her children, the insides of Nick Nolte. She cares for them. She brings cocaine back to the den. And when I look at my future and I know that the world is stacked against me, okay, women don't earn as much money. We have all these setbacks in the workplace. And I just feel like all I ever want is to be half the woman that cocaine bear is.
0: And that's time. Very, very good. That was good. <sighs>
1: Thank you. I just need a second so to collect myself.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay, Adam. That was tough. That did give me in the feels.
1: Yeah, you know, life ain't easy uh, being sleazy. Uh, I'm going to give you <laughs> 60 seconds back on the clock. All right. And won't you do a gun punch for our little friend Paddington Bear?
0: Okay. Well, I am, uh, you know, I'm a boy. And I was lucky enough to have a positive female role model in my life. And my mom, you know, she was strong and and protective, not unlike cocaine bear. So that was an aspect that I I'm lucky enough to have. But, you know, when I was a kid, Caitlin, I had to move to a new school and my last name was Peacock. And I felt so alone. I cried myself to sleep every night, even going into junior high, I would still sneak up into my mom's room and she would hold me because all I wanted was a friend. I just wanted somebody to to not make fun of my shoes or my Looney Tunes T-shirts or my last name. And I just wanted to feel like I belonged. I missed my old friends back in the woods of my hometown that i had just come from but i moved to the big city i moved to the london of Downriver michigan allen park (laughs) and that was so lonely and i was so afraid until i made that one friend my one friend mike the first kid who talked to me and then i felt truly at home so i understand what he's looking for wow that is beautiful i you know it's tough it's tough to feel not wanted
1: and peru is the finger part of the mitten
0: uh no peru i there's no peruvian connection i did have a third grade teacher mrs rothermel who was peruvian and she farted in front of the class and (gasps) that was very funny
1: you'll never come back from that oh my god
0: i'll never forget it i will never forget it it's been the better part of i don't know how old ever you are like 30 years and i remember it clear as day she turned around and said something (laughs) Like, it was so loud. I can kind of, like, even see the dress she was wearing. It was, like, a little, like, a long red dress.
1: In your memory, did it, like, poof out a little bit? Yes,
0: I know that didn't happen, but that's how I do remember it. (laughs) She was so mean.
1: (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. A mean teacher farting? Yeah. Oh, I envy you that. I don't envy you how hard I'm going to destroy you on this next game. Uh, I have selected the game Build a Toy, and I think this one's going to be tough for you because, you know... He's so cute already. Where do you go from here? So mm-hmm. you've got 60 seconds to pitch a toy based on the Paddington film.
0: I've been following a bunch of threads on Instagram. So I think instead of I'm going to go the other way, instead of cute s- stuffed bear, I'm going to go with a more of an action figure a uh, playset type of type of toy. And I'm going to design a bunch of poly pocket slash muddy max style Paddington adventure play sets. So they're little things you can fit in your, you know, in, in your pocket. So say one's a jar of marmalade, you open it up and it's Paddington and he's got to like, I don't know catch a little girl who lost her bike or something you know and like there's all kinds of stuff you can do or you know paddington has to paddington blew up the basement again or something at the brown's house so now he has to re he has to refix the basement so it's just like little play things like that and you get little different paddington's that do different things you know so that's the idea of keeping the kids collecting them and spending their money is because you know they don't want to have one that their friends don't have they don't want to be thought of as a loser because they don't want to be like paddington so that's what i would do
1: Oh, uh I feel like I have seen a cynical capitalist side of you that I did not know was there.
0: I apparently it's been there the whole time. Why am I rooting for Amazon?
1: You give off you give off Paddington energy, but I think there's a Nicole Kidman inside of you. Who's
0: more dangerous? It's <laughs> a good question. Well, 60 seconds. Let's hear what kind of toy you're going to build for Cocaine Bear.
1: I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh, Caitlin, you're going to make a bear and the bear like, you know, has cocaine inside of it. And then you ship the bear around the country as if it's a cute, stuff bear. But actually, it's a method for starting a cartel, which is a thing that I've always wanted to do, as everybody knows. No, that is not my pitch. There's a line in this movie that is so funny. It made me slide off my couch and it's so stupid. But Jesse Tyler Ferguson uh, goes up to Margot Martindale's um taxidermied bear and says oh or a beaver and says oh you got a dusty beaver and she gives him the most horny look and says yeah i'm working on it so my toy is Margot martindale's dusty beaver um it is if you recall in the movie it is mounted on a plaque um so it's basically big mouth billy bass uh except God. that um whenever you push the button it uh, pops out from the plaque and recites an iconic Margot martindale line from a movie the end
0: you win that's that's much better than mine
1: they're just they're aimed at different demographics you know we'll let the market
0: decide yeah one's for people like us and one's for uncles
1: (laughs) yeah and don't you want more uncles in your life
0: you gotta you gotta get more of them around there oh boy All right, well, Caitlin, we have had a bunch of fun here tonight talking about these two wonderful bears, but we're going to make a last ditch attempt to sway the audience to our side of which of these bears is better. I'm going to put, again, 60 seconds on the clock for you, my friend. Give us your closing arguments.
1: This bear is on fire. She is uh, the queen of the woods and the queen of my heart. Um, I think that, you know, Paddington Bear is very charming, very cute, but I think that Cocaine Bear can truly do it all. She can be a parent, she can be an antagonist. You know, she's sort of a force of nature in the same way that Jaws was. And yet, thanks to Weta's beautiful animation, she is also, like, a very personable animal and uh, is full of range and expression in a way that, frankly, the human characters in this movie really aren't. Um, I think that Cocaine Bear shows us what is wild in all of us, what craves insanity and madness and freedom and passion, but it also shows us us the grounded, hardworking creature that is at our core that would do anything for the ones that we love.
0: That's ah, very good.
1: Thank you. Yeah, That's very I, good. As you can tell, I really identify with this character. It's Adam, I, Yeah, I
0: love Cocaine Bear.
1: I love her. <laughs> Adam, please won't you give us your closing arguments for our sweet little boy, Paddington.
0: Honestly, I wanted to try to come up with something fun, but I just... Take a couple edibles and watch this movie. It's great. It's just... It's it's one of those just... It's purely enjoyment. You're just having fun for 96 minutes straight. There is something I think that people can relate to about, you know, feeling lost. Or maybe you don't have a home. Or if maybe if you're a, an immigrant to a new country and you want to find you know, the place where you belong or a place to fit in. Paddington is a very good movie for that. It's very well acted. Paddington looks cute as a button, by the way, too. He's very well animated. So that's, it's got that going for it. Like I said, the time loop thing is a little weird, but you know, you'll, you'll get past that. Nicole Kidman delivers a dynamite performance and you know, don't let those stupid AMC things get you down. (laughs) You know, she's, she's does great in this movie and Jim Broadbent's in it. Like I said, Jim Broadbent's great. Uh, Yeah. Everybody looking for a friend want to fit in and we can all relate to that.
1: We really should have done the battle of the cameos because these movies are pretty evenly stacked in terms of insane. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Casting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But alas, we'll have to do a part two.
0: We will. We will.
1: It's the only way. Ugh! what a joy. I'm going to go take maybe like half an edible and watch Paddington right now. Oh,
0: you're going to you won't regret it. I should throw cocaine bear on too.
1: You know, uh do a little don't do cocaine. Don't do cocaine. No, There's fentanyl no, 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 in it no, no, now. No. Nobody do cocaine. <laughs> no,
0: no, terrible. There's fentanyl in it now.
1: I don't want you to come away from this podcast thinking that I think cocaine is cool. I just think bears are cool.
0: Yes. And I I will say for myself I think fictional bears high on cocaine are very funny. It rips. I think kids high on cocaine in a fun comedy stylings of that are very good.
1: Yeah, that's a movie with some absolute cojones to be like, yeah, get the 10-year-olds high.
0: (laughs) I love it. Well, if you would like to weigh in on who you think won this week's battle or give us suggestions on which pop culture icons you'd like to see us represent next, you can email us at podcast at gmail.com or tweet at WhatElfMedia on socials and use the hashtag versuspodcast. Until next week, I'm Adam Peacock. And I'm Caitlin Hepstead. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.
1: Verses is a Wood Elf original series, executive produced by Rob Herding, David Henning, Ryan Middledorf, Caitlin Hempstead, and Adam Peacock. Produced by Tom Breck. Original music by Darren Johnson. Edited by Neely Oftering.
0: Hey, this is Eric Malinsky, host of the podcast Imaginary Worlds.